Hello, everyone. Are you sitting comfortably? Are you ready? Or do you think you're ready? Well, let's find out on the season finale of Semi-Automagic Inc. My name is Casey. I've been running this thing for almost two years now. It's been a good piece of time. Yeah, it's been a chunk of time. I find here with myself my band of merry hangers-on. We got Dylan, sipper of coffees. We got... uh, that's you. We got Jackie, who will romance every character I create if given the opportunity. Yep, yeah, that's that's how I play every Bioware game, and that's how I'm playing this one. That's the way to do it. And we got Thony off in the corner, whose beard is legend in both reality and in the tabletop multiverse. How are you doing over there, buddy? I'm good. Yeah, his beard's right good on. too. Can we all can we all briefly talk about how we were super into Mass Effect for like a week and then we found better things to play? Yeah. I, no, I, I was I wasn't. I I um I didn't want to uh tire myself out, so I'm taking a Dragon Age break and then I'm going to go back to Mass Effect. I don't understand how that, you tire yourself. That's what I said about Dark Effect. Souls, and I you're never on, like, went the back. The seventh playthrough of of Dragon Age, and you're not tired out by that. <laughs> Broody elf boyfriends, Anthony. Man, I I made it, I think, like, six or seven hours into Inquisition. Um, just long enough to get to the stronghold and do some stuff there. Yeah. Um, but I got there, and I had done so much, like, resource collecting, because I'm a collectionist in video games and, and need yeah. to find the things. So I had enough resources to just upgrade the castle a couple of times. And went, okay, that's cool. I like that this will get better as I progress through. And then I never went the fuck back to that game because there's just, <laughs> I don't care. Um, and then I put 50 hours into Andromeda and, uh, man, that was a big disappointment. I actually really enjoyed it. it I can't wait I, well, for the DLCs. It's, it's a good video game. Like, I like the parts where I shoot guys, but man, is it missing all the parts I liked about Mass Effect. Jackie, I did what you did. I took a small uh, Dark Souls break to kind of clear my palate, yeah. and now I've just been playing Dark Souls for three weeks. So <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah. Well, all right, my guys. Um, let's, uh, let's birth this baby. Let's, let's just get a tidal wave of yeah. the mind's amniotic fluid. So last time on that the show, we disgusting. fucking we wrecked through a goddamn army uh and then jumped into a hole, and now we're going to go fight Oberon. You I sure did. I made out with a spider. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, you didn't ask Kuniklo if you could if you could bite her tongue while in there. So I just, you know, you know the, the lesson she, of... She ate my face without my permission, so... The lesson about consent goes both ways. It's yeah. an open conversation. Yeah. So you guys uh, got a massive power-up at the end from various sources... Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I think those have uh, changed up your characters a little bit. Do you guys want to talk about your character evolutions and what new aspects you might have? Uh, Solomon, what do you got going on over there? So, uh, the the high concept of, of ambitious aspirant to Merlinhood has changed to, yeah. this wouldn't happen if I were Merlin. Which <laughs> is, is a slight distinction, but it's, it's, it's a fundamental shift in the way that Solomon thinks about the 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 greater political landscape of you motherfuckers if you just listened to me and did what i thought right. we should have done 
10 years ago, this wouldn't have happened. It all would have been fine. But here we are. Because now he's got now he's got some experience. Now he knows specifically why he should be in charge. It's not just a feeling. Right. <laughs> like, all of the political philosophy that went into that at the beginning is still there, but now it's more about, yeah, hey, maybe you should just listen to me sometimes. Maybe once. Maybe yeah. ever. Maybe that would work out. Right. Uh, he, Solomon's got a chip on his shoulder now, is, is what it comes down yeah. to. Apparently. Um, <laughs> uh, and then his, his trouble, uh, which used to be vague yet menacing fade debt, uh, has, has come more to light in what happened last time. Uh, so that's, the, the text on that has just changed to Shadow of the Morrigan. Yeah. I imagine we'll, uh, imagine we'll see a little bit more about that in the future. Yeah. Uh, you got any, got, a, got any new powers? Any? Yeah, I got a, I got a stunt, uh, that just says reroll blanks, keeping plus and minus results. Um, yeah, what's that stunt called? I'm gonna make you say it every single time. Alright, uh, well, it's, so, you have it written down as toss the dice. Uh, I but, do because I don't speak nonsense fantasy languages except Esperanto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, because I'm pretentious, uh, and my character is a polyglot, uh, I've lifted a phrase from, what have, from what is probably my favorite book series, uh, and that phrase is "Doviandi se tovia sagain," which translates to "It's which time means. to toss the dice." Very good. That gives you a little reroll on those. Nice, Rowan. What about you? What's going on? A bunch of stuff happened with Rowan. Yeah. Yeah. He broke. He's too happy about. <laughs> he's not happy about not being under the Libra's thumb anymore. Oh, because now he's under the. The Aries, is that it, right? Aries? No, 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 no. Um, I, I need to make that distinction clear. The Aries is the opposite number to the Libra, but the hipster king, uh, Whipplethorpe Ngutu Clementine Van Occupanther, uh, was not acting in, in any way as an agent or in correspondence with the Aries. Why do I have their symbol on my forehead, then? You do not. You have the brand of the hipster court of land, Portlandia, which is a sword upright whose hilt and pommel are a uh, mustache. Okay. Um, so yeah, I have that going for me. Yeah, you do. And I'm using it to my advantage right now, but I'm going to try to ditch this title as soon as possible. So that's that's your trouble now? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, normal people would embrace it. They'd be like, oh, this is my new aspect. I'm this awesome hipster night guy, but I'm like, how can I be a loner if I'm literally representing a king. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, and honestly, Rowan never wanted into this whole thing in the beginning, did he? He just wanted to, like, hunt dudes down. Yeah. Yeah, he that's fair. He was going to kill the fucking Preston boy, make a he bounty, sure was. and <laughs> move on with his life. Episode. And now his friends don't like him anymore, and he's got a giant spider lady after him. And yeah. <laughs> he's got a sword now, though, which is pretty cool. What can he do with that sword? He can help block those douchebags that he used to call friends if they're getting attacked. Nice. What about you, Fiona? What you got going on over there? Um, my high aspect has changed from hipster fay barista to hipster queen of the wild fay. I have two right. little minions now. Yes, official, o- official minions. Yep. Um, I have a new stunt. That is called Throw Fairy Dust in Today's Face, because I found a cute little pin that says the exact same thing at this hipster store I went to with my friend. Hip store. Uh, 
Yeah, hip story. Ooh, good one. Um, this also, this like Dylan's, this allows me to um, re-roll, uh, re-roll an entire roll if, uh, 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 re-roll any one series of die rolls. Okay. I can t- <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah. And uh, our good friends Wig Wagner and uh, Pierogi Dalai Lama have also experienced some character growth and such, but I think we'll get into that later if we have to. <clears throat> so at the end of the last episode, you guys, uh, as Dylan said, uh, carved your way through an army of miscellaneous fairies, which was pretty cool, and uh, met up with Johnny Vampire and uh, Xavier Tangleforth was there, and also the Chirurgeons showed up, much yeah. to everyone's disgust. Um, you realize every time you cringe, it just, like, it's one more time I have to bring them out later. I guess. I mean, if you, if if that's the tack you want to take, I mean... That's the tack I want to tick, buddy. So, uh, then Desmond Yonwood inverted the neutron flow... And the uh, whole Watsis collapsed on itself. There was some kind of thaumaturgical implosion resonance, and all of the fairies, living and dead, and apparently Oberon himself, got sucked into a vortex at the center of the magical lacuna in the heart of Landport Landia, leaving only a large, misty pit, which is a poorly thought-out stripper name. Wow. And oh, man. You guys all lined up, and you clasped hands, and you jumped in. And then uh, Wake Wagner emerged from the sewers and followed suit, as did uh, Kuniklo, the bookie. Who, interestingly enough, um, it'll, it'll be fun to see what claim she thinks she has on Rowan, because the Libra no longer has any power over him, broken as their sigil was by the hipster king, Whippletork, Ngutu, Clementine, Van Occupanther, and his brand. Anyway... So, you guys jump into a big, misty hole, and it's real, real scare, and then you're standing on solid ground. And a quick look around reveals that you are not at the bottom of a giant, misty hole. You are, in fact, in what seems like a finely appointed foyer that has seen better times. Uh, It's floor is paved with flagstones that are clearly of a of a very of a very fine and expensive nature but are somewhat cracked and uh miscared for uh the walls too are seeing um plant growth creeping in from what looks like an outside uh there are pillars that are broken a set of large uh double doors behind you and a smallish fairy, not like as small as Vicar and Cornflower, but like a little, maybe like four foot guy, uh, comes up to you and he is wearing a dusty and tattered, um, servant's uniform and he's got hair like, uh, like a dandelion. And, uh, he comes up to you and he says, oh, Good evening and welcome to the Court of Mist. <laughs> May I invite you in? Uh, no, thank you. Can I fire this guy? I think so. I really want to punch your face right now. You'll have to take that up with HR. And then I'll fire him. Okay, let's do it. I punch him in the face. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) 
30 seconds. Okay, roll the punch. Roll the punch, the little servitor pixie. Sure. Why should the finale... Yeah, you know, let's... Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, oh, you... That's fine. Oh, sorry. Uh, I'm gonna do a... Uh... I think quick would probably be appropriate. Yeah, quick. I think I'm a plus two for quick, right? That sounds like you. Yeah, uh, I rolled a one. Okay. Oh, look at that. He rolled better. He hops aside and says, Oh, forgive me. Did Sir want me to take his fist? And he reaches out and he pops your goddamn hand off. And he says, oh, this will be waiting for you in the coat check room. And he hands you a ticket, but you have nothing to take it with. Well, he's got his other hands. <laughs> he just stuffs it up your stump sleeve. <laughs> and he absconds with your hand. Good job. Is Rowan Thank actually you. handless? Yes! Okay. Well, that's bad. Which hand what did you punch him with? Which hand did you punch him with? I don't know. Which Is he right-handed? I punched him with whatever hand was closest to his face. Okay, so that probably would have been the left hand. Okay, so you're left handless. Well done. Cool. I'm good. Okay. Do you do anything? Do I have the authority to fire you? Oh, he took off. Oh, he's gone? Shit! Yeah, no, he went to take the hand to the coat check room. All right, well. Wah. Hey, so maybe don't do that anymore. (laughs) I don't have to listen to you. You know... I'm just trying to help you out here. I'm fine. I can shoot with one hand. All right, great. Let's. let's <laughs> yeah, whatever. The... Let's keep going. God damn it! The foyer opens into a lovely forecourt with a uh, small but elegant two-tiered fountain in, and as you progress. Uh, this large building, it's actually, it's, I picture it as being not unlike the Forest Temple in Ocarina of Time, in that it's this grandiose building that has started to be reclaimed by the elements. Only two tiers um, on that so fountain, huh? Yeah. Only two. So there's, you know, only two, well, only, only two you'd think, now. You'd think King of the Mists and Ford, <laughs> maybe three tiers on his fountain. Just, just saying. <laughs> The same little servitor pixie comes up with an extra tear in hand, just plumps it right on top. <laughs> well, the Thank guests you, that's... of the Lord of Mists, they want for nothing, anything you need, just say the word. Great, thanks. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Can he, he have his hands back? Stop. Doing he's already that. gone. Damn it. It's too late. What's that, Jackie? For you to stop doing that thing with where you talk. I love it. That's just what Jackie and I both hated about him when we first saw him. Was his fucking voice? This God, this forecourt opens up this parlor, (laughs) and uh, it is clear that you have stepped into the midst of an absolutely magnificent party, like uh, like a gala or a ball or other other words for a big party. Um, The air is thick with mist, and it's really difficult to see more than I don't know, like ten or fifteen feet or so. But the atmosphere seems calm, and music is playing, and there are little servitor pixies, little house elf guys, uh, little dobbies, um, all running around uh, serving people drinks and things. Um, there are little quartets and small band orchestras playing in almost every corner, and people are chatting animatedly. And as soon as you enter, 
um, a couple of fairies who are standing near you. Um, one of them appears to be a woman whose skin seems to be perpetually um, sort of sheened with moisture and glistening. Her hair, uh, long and green behind her, turns and says, Oh my, look, it's them. Her partner turns and says, Oh, bravo, we were hoping you'd showed up. You know, none of this would be possible without you. Uh, Is that every- a selkie? Every- maybe. Everyone, everyone, look, the <clears throat> guests of honor are here. And uh, these crowds of fairies that you can only just vaguely see in the darkness, shining eyes and vague outlines all turn toward you. These dozens of sets of peepers all exerting their pressure and just this incredibly sarcastic clapping coming out from the mists. I am very confused. Oh, why should you be my good man? Not this would be possible without you. It is all of you that have secured Lord Oberon's success. Uh, No, nope, that didn't happen. Nope. Uh, do we you did know, the opposite we have some of other, that. We have some other guests here who have been waiting to meet you. I think I yes, right this way. And he um he he sort of bundles you all up and guides you to a little uh antechamber off to the right. Um it opens into a big not like amphitheater, but like a like a fairly large room, uh in the middle of which sit three small thrones, not like a king's throne, but definitely like a super nice chair, y'all. Like, real, real good. Um, All with different decorations. And sitting on those three thrones are Theodore Preston, January Oleander, and Joel Heck. They are... I thought you assholes were dead! They are done up in fairy finery, meaning basically, you know, gentlemen and ladies clothes from like the mid 1600s. And um, all of them look very skinny and very pale and very frightened. Uh, They see you from across the room. uh, Theodore does. And he he taps January's hand and a, a little susurrus goes through them. And they don't take their eyes off you, but they also don't get up out of their chairs. What the hell? No, like, for real, I thought you guys were dead. I you thought, were like, to... Yeah, no. That's, like, first thing, when we open the doors. Or or when we walk into this room. Right. If I kill Theodore again, does that mean I get double the bounty? Uh, I don't know, can you take a ghost hand? Like, what? as proof of death? I, I have a ghost hand, look! <laughs> <laughs> He's flipping you a phantom bird. Um, a phantom raptor. So, uh, January sees you guys and catches your eyes and just sort of beckons you over. Uh, I'll, I'll go up to her. Yeah, I mean, I guess. Right. Uh, January looks particularly at you, uh, Fiona, and says, Monica Handel, what on earth are you doing here? Um, I know. Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Her name isn't Monica. I know these jerks. These jerks broke into my, into little Teddy's playtime house. Now, now, we didn't break and, in. Uh, we were lawfully invited. Thank you. And, and Joel Heck says, Yes, and they came to my offices under false pretenses, under the guidance of a man with a magnificent belt of buckle. What is going on here? What are you doing here? We could ask you the same thing. I'm here to kill the Preston boy. Oh my god. Wait, what? <laughs> could you seriously, please? You wanna die? Like, we are all super scared. Like, 
first of all, I don't remember anything that happened after I met up with you with you jerkwads in my house. But I woke up here and I've been stuck here ever since. And then a little while later, January Oleander her Miss Miss January showed up. Yeah, the last thing I remember uh, after speaking with you, Miss Monica, or whatever your name is, was to go home. And then I was here and have been here ever since. And I, I fell off with a cliff in my construction site and no one ever found me. But here I was. Question, Theodore. You seem, uh, in the course of our investigation, to be the most knowledgeable about what was going on. Did you have any idea what hell you were bringing upon the world? <laughs> <laughs> I love that tone shift. You're like, you're like, oh wait, no, I'm supposed to be menacing to him right now. <laughs> like, like straight up, nah. Like for reals, nah. I, I didn't. Uh, we've we've had some time to talk amongst ourselves. We we three knights or whatever we are. Um, and like we all found out in common that we were all in really desperate situations, and that these these creatures came to us and offered us a way out and we took it. And I don't know about you two. He turns to January and Joel, but I was just really focused on enjoying that and having basically limitless power. And like the ghost, the windy ghost guy who kept talking to me, Alta Zephyr. I mean, he did talk about his boss, but I was like, I'm never going to meet that guy. That guy's not going to do inspections. He's a big picture man up at head office. He's not going to worry about me. So no, I had no idea. You fucking idiots. Well, yeah, no, we've got that. Thank you. All right. I assume the big boss man is somewhere around here. Just point us to him so we can bash his fucking face in and get this over with. Uh, Oberon has yet to make an appearance tonight. Uh, his, his, his arrival is, is, imminent time works kind of oddly here um but he he should be along soon all of these are his subjects these are this is the court of mists who are hoping to inherit landportlandia well great they can all have a front row seat to the melee that's going to end in their entire fucking kingdom crumbling tell me tell me please whoever you are i don't care what (laughs) happened to my construction what happened? Well, no, I mean, like, you've told us all three different stories, and I have no reason to imagine that you're going to tell us the truth now. I also don't need to keep my accent straight, apparently. <laughs> um, tell me, did the foundation for dyslexic diabetic child refugees with chronic Italianism, did it survive without my donations? Yeah, it'll be fine. Oh, thank goodness. Then my life will not have been wasted. So... We're kind of too scared to get out of these chairs. We're gonna hang out here. But if you guys need our help, um, and we can help in a way that's probably not going to get us killed again. I mean, honestly, I kind of want to die because these people are terrifying and I don't understand them. I would be more than happy to kill the absolute shit out of you. you Yeah, no, you know what? Go for it. Full permission. No, wait. Wait. I, I look at them and I'm like, you know, one of you can lend me a hand. I am gonna smack the absolute shit out of you. First, I'm going to kill him. Then I am going to take him, and I am going to hit you to death with him. I love conversations where there's no distinction between in and out of character. It's all in character. No, it's out of character, too. 
She's Wait. pissed off at me because I'm making these stupid hand puppets. Look, the three of you yes. have been bestowed with power by the throne. Correct. You are knights yes, of the throne of mist. We are. We are, well, we are, uh, uh, technically we are vassals to the knights of the court of mists. Sure. But what that means is that you've been gifted with a not insignificant amount of, for lack of a better word, magical ability. So, in the fight that's coming up, either turn Oberon's power on itself, help us crush the idiot, or, once Oberon is down, once we've put him in his place, the three of you can hang out here forever. Have fun with that. There's a very quick, like, like back and forth glance to the left, glance to the right at each other. And uh, January says, uh, no, we'll, we'll help. We'll definitely help. Damn right you will. Yeah. What should we do until then? <sighs> uh, hang out in the chair. Okay, we're going to hang out in the chair. Yes, we will have, this is a very nice chair. Uh, we have, we have noticed, like, these people are real big on manners, but in a weird way. Uh, I don't know. So, like, I'd be careful about what you say and to who. Whatever. Okay. Okay, bye. Get fucked. What do you guys do? Get <laughs> <laughs> fucked. Alright, what do you guys do? Um, are there suits of armor in this place? Suits of armor? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's not... off one of the suits of armor. <laughs> I put it on my stump. Okay. You've got a gauntlet that's just waggling around on your stump. <laughs> yep. Uh, is there any sort of, like, makeshift enchantment I could put on that thing? Give give Rowan a hand? Um, or, or I could just yeah. my back and ask for my hand. <laughs> no, don't call him back. I don't want him here. You can give him a hand, yes. <laughs> you You can... Yes, Solomon, you can absolutely enchant his gauntlet so that he has some rudimentary control over it. Great, I do that. Good job. Every time he makes a hand joke from now on, the gauntlet smacks him in the face. (laughs) 321 cannon. The gauntlet does not appreciate it. It's sensitive, Anthony. Okay, you guys head back out into this uh, magnificent party. And there are fey creatures of just absolutely every description, but most of them seem to be, for lack of a better word, aristocrats. Like when you guys were fighting that army before, that was, you know, your big dumb guys and your go fighter man types and, and such like. But these these are the aristocracy. So uh, a lot of powdered wigs, a lot of dudes that would look at home on the stage of Hamilton. Um. And they're all just chatting very animatedly. None of them seem to be afraid of you. All of them are very happy when when they see you. And the, the general consensus is that uh, you guys could have could have been a real problem to Oberon's plans, but but uh, they really appreciate everything you've done for them and helping them find a new home. What's the floor made of? Uh, stones. All right. Can I just go around drawing circles on the floor, just in various places? I don't see why not. Great. Uh, you get you get a lot of a lot of people saying, "Oh, that's a very interesting mortal thing you're doing there." What's that? What's yeah. the purpose of that? Is that so you don't get lost? Yes, that's exactly what he's doing, and nothing, no, nothing else. Try not to step oh, on okay. these, will you? They're um, they're important. Delicate. 
Oh, no, these are special circles, Jimothy. Don't step on the special circles or you'll make the mortals sad. Isn't it funny how they can be sad? <laughs> yes, the mortals, your guests of honor, request that you not yeah. step on my fucking circles. And we'll be happy not to. We'll be happy. We'll be happy. And uh, as you go around making all these little circles um, from the foyer, at which point you guys entered, you just hear, ah! Oh. I'm not at the bottom of a weird hole. Punchy! Um, are you two with Solomon? Like, are you guys just going around in a pack, or did you go off on your own to draw those circles? Uh, I'm I mean, just following them around, making sure people don't step on the circles. Okay, cool. So, <laughs> she's yeah, my enforcer. Um, Fiona. Yeah, yeah, she's the muscle. Fiona, you and Solomon uh, definitely see that uh, good old Punchy McHuge has appeared in the foyer, and that same little, little buttle pixie is coming up to him. Punch, punch him! Punch him! Punch him! Punch oh, him! Don't punch him! Do not punch the butler. His hands are just trying to punch and not punch at the same time. <laughs> Rowan lost a hand trying to punch the butler. Don't punch the butler. I'm not. I'm not gonna punch the butler. I learned a lot down in Portland, Molandia. I'm not gonna do it. Uh, hello. No, you may not. I do not require that anything be taken from me. Thank you. Very. Much. <laughs> just speak if you should need anything. So, <laughs> and he just uh, scarps off. Scarps off. Hey, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys. What's I gotta up? tell yeah. you, I've been living underground for the last twelve years, and this is still the nicest bottom of a hole I've ever seen. Punchy. Punchy. It's, been, it's like... been like thirty minutes. What? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, no, no. You don't. You don't understand. Here, I. You know what? Let me show you some pictures of my kids. And he you, pulls out. What? Pulls out a mole wallet, and he opens up, and there's just this enormous accordion sleeve. It says, "Well, here's here's little Mole Manda, and there's and there's oh, there's Mole Mandrew. He's oh, he's got his old punch to cuffs up, just like his daddy. And there's my beautiful wife, Mole Monica. And uh, yeah, I'm the I'm the king of the mole men now. Oh, hey, I'm a queen. Oh, nice. Yeah, sweet. You think we can get better snacks than all these chuds? Probably. Yes. Hey, I'm a queen. I want better snacks. Uh, instantly, better snacks are brought to you by a bevy of tiny little servitor pixies. Um, speaking of which, Bicker and Cornflower are on your shoulders, and they are terrified. Of course they are. They're terrified of a lot. Yeah. 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 What were you going to say, Dylan? Uh, I just start, uh, as I'm drawing these circles, I want to chat up the 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 fairy aristocracy and, and ask if anybody knows the Baron. <laughs> oh, Baron von Candyland? <laughs> That's the one. That's the one. No, as soon as you mention him, you just get dark looks. Yep. They think that fucker should stay on the moon where he came from. I agree. Yeah, he's he's not welcome there. Good. Um, So, Bicker and Cornflower, uh, Fiona, are on your shoulders, and they're just kind of whimpering and quivering, and Bicker uh, leans in and says, Mithrath, Fiona, this, this is not a good place. We should not be here. Well, we don't really have much choice in that anymore. This is full I... of this. This is full of people who wanted to kidnap us. Well, you guys are safe with me. Don't worry. Promise. Oh, you're the best queen we've ever had. And they hug either side of your head. <laughs> it's adorable. Um, the servitor pixie from before um hops up on top of the recent uh, recently added third tier of the fountain. And uh, does a little clap-clap and announces that, um, Good evening to you all, and thank you for your patience. Our Lord Oberon shall be arriving directly. Oh, uh, in the meantime, 
We have arranged a little mm, entertainment for you. Son of a bitch. And uh, lowered from the ceiling in a cage made of glass are um, what would appear to be a, I don't know what the the group term is, a glaunch of, (laughs) um, and one, you know what, um, give me, give me clever checks, all of you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. This is gonna go poor. Uh, I've got clever. Two. Uh, zero. I got plus two. Okay. Yeah. yeah my base is one. So yeah, Jackie rolled a two. Ah, uh, fuck. <laughs> uh, I rolled a negative one. So you don't have the situation in hand. Hey, um, my 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 gauntlet punches me <laughs> for no appreciable reason. And Wake Wagner's like, well, "Why'd you do that, buddy? That's the first lesson of punching: is never treat a punch like it's not loaded." <laughs> um, glass cage, glass cage. Uh, so Fiona and Solomon see that this cage is full of what they immediately recognize as diabetic, dyslexic child refugees with chronic Italianism. Fucking what? All of them. They need to balance their insulin levels, but there's tempting garlic bread right there. It's terrible. And none of them can read the instructions on their medication. I don't think garlic garlic bread bread is is a clear American creation. I don't think it's created by Italian immigrants. Also, I don't think garlic bread would raise your blood sugar. No, dude, that's starch. Gluten is in bread. Gluten has nothing yeah. to do with blood sugar. Anyway, this, this glaunch of oh, children is uh, terrified in their glass cage. Um, it is clear that the fairies have supplied them with everything that they think human children need to survive. But they don't really understand. Well, and also, fairy understanding of human culture is usually at least a few centuries out of date. Sure. So, like, there's... There's, like, a hoop and stick toy, but it's got, like, a GameCube controller wrapped around it. <laughs> and there's a bowl full of Legos and Ovaltine. And it's just, it's it's real bad. Um, there's also, there are also several large litter boxes. Oh. Um, and, I think they are. Well, you just see that they are children. So there. Um, the cage lowers and... Uh, and the little servitor pixie says, "We brought these children all the way here from the, the the mortal plane, and we're going to make them dance for you. And if you like one, you can take it home and cook it however you please." That's not how that works. The uh, the cage doors slide sort just sort of into themselves. The bars just recede, and uh, the band in the corner kicks up a, a strange and lively tune. And the, the butler pixie just turns to them all and says, Dance! Dance, tiny humans! Whoa, whoa, whoa. And they, and they try favorite. to... I they try to shoot the butler pixie. You what? I try to shoot the butler pixie. Uh, go right ahead. I, like, I am so pissed off right now. Children in cages should not be... Children should not be in cages. Or forced to dance. Or forced to dance. Like, I left a communist dictatorship... <laughs> So that he would not be forced to dance. Dance in a cage 
for the pleasure of fairies. Absolutely. You know what? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you an extra plus two on that because that absolutely fits with your freedom isn't free. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna do this uh, forcefully then. Um, not really. Why would that be forceful? Quickly, Shooting. probably. Uh, quickly, they're both the same. Yeah, I'll give you. So I'll give you quickly. Okay. Uh, four. Four. Okay. And his not get shot roll is not that good. Um. So yeah, absolutely. Your your bullet. Where where are you shooting him? In the back, in the head, in the face plate. Yeah, where? Right. Square between the eyes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He he just. Uh, just gets pinged off the top tier of the fountain and uh, goes goes bubbly, bubbly, bubbly off into the mist. What's up, Dylan? While Rowan is causing this distraction, I would like to sneak over to the band and cut all of their strings. <laughs> uh, okay, give me a sneaky. I will give you a sneaky as soon as my app loads. Here we go. That's a plus one. Okay. Do, do yeah, I get a bonus for distraction? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You can totally have a plus two for that, Great. and I guess uh, this is the the cello rolling to notice. I don't... <laughs> yeah, that's not... Yeah, don't worry about it. You're good. Um, so, absolutely. You go, and they go pink, bonk, pink, 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 and the music ceases. Uh, some of the children still try to dance, sadly. <laughs> anyway, uh, is so the butler goes tumbling off into the night... And the crowd erupts in frosty silence. Erupts One of them, in silence. What? Erupts in silence. Yeah. You heard me. And uh, one of them turns to their partner and says, Oh my, what, a, what an egregious show of bad taste. Well, that's what you get from those spring court types, you know. You don't hey, get to put I children in cages. <laughs> I aim my bazooka at... Specifically that guy, and I fire it. I have a coffee bazooka, remember? Oh yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> while she's doing that, I whispered a punchy to break the glass cage. Punch the glass. They're already cage. out of the glass cage. Are they out of the cage? The cage is open. They have not left it. Yeah. So I tell Punchy to. No, we can't break it while they're in there. Then the glass is going to rain down on those poor diabetic I tell children. Punchy to go rescue the it's children. The first. First, that's the second rule of punching, okay? Don't punch glass, especially if there are children around. I will, however, go get them out of that cage, because then I can punch it. <gasps> so, um, Punchy, in, a, in all his Logan-esque finery, uh, leaps uh, across the fountain and goes to just, just herd all of the children out of there. Um, Fiona, give me, give me your roll for drenching an unsuspecting aristocrat in boiling hot coffee. Uh, what am I going to use? Flashy. Flashy. Yeah, I'll use flashy. <laughs> More like splashy. I hate you. I hate me too. No! <laughs> That's pretty good. Oh no! He's so inbred and weak-boned! <laughs> <laughs> yes, he's immediately drenched in hot coffee and uh it's it's terrible he goes flailing into the fountain like like stripe at the end of gremlins and he he sits up his 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 flesh face just scalded beyond all recognition and he says this was a very expensive suit do you have any idea how many human tailors i had to kill before they got it right do you have any idea how many yous i am going to kill right now Oh my, how rude. 
and uh, the little servitor pixie <laughs> comes back over. He's got a bullet hole in his forehead, and he goes right over to Rowan, and he says, If Sir wanted me to hold on to a bullet for him, all he had to do was ask. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Pixie, not Pixie, Punchy. <laughs> Punchy McHugh has uh, managed to herd all of the children out, and he has taken them into uh, the room with uh, with the three vassals of the Court of Mists. He said, all right, I put them in there, and uh, they should be okay for a little while on their own. What are we doing here, you guys? We're going to beat the know. shit out of a fairy king whenever he shows up. I'm going to kill everybody in here right now. That's uh, what I'm going to do. Yeah, I say we just start... start Mowing them down? Yeah, mowing them Wait, down like, for reals? shows up. Uh, for reals? Are we just like a battle royale? Are we doing this? Yep. Are we recreating the church scene in Kingsman? Uh, yes. Yeah. I haven't seen that film, but yep. Yeah, uh, oh, me no. either, so I have no idea what you're talking about, but absolutely. You know what? Uh, Punchy pulls out his phone, and he just says, Hey, not Siri, uh, play Freebird. And Freebird starts playing, <laughs> yep. and he he he, shoot, he he undusts himself a little bit, and he says, Okay, you guys, are we going to do this? Are we just going to beat up a court full of, <laughs> full of inbred aristocrats? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, all right then. This is what I was born for. Wait, I'm a king. Wait, I'm a king. You guys, can I do this? Yes. I'm a queen. You're, I'm about a, to do it. You're a foreign king. A this is what foreign kings do, do best. Are we staging a coup? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god! And he uh, he leaps up onto uh, the third tier of the fountain where the little servitor pixie was, and uh, and then he just springs into the air. And brings Moses Maimonides. He actually he clang clashes them in the air while he's diving, and they both erupt into this uh, bright red fire. You know, red fire, and yeah. uh, as opposed to blue fire, rockets, as opposed to green fire, rockets to the ground and lands on top of some poor hapless pixie, and he just he just starts just mowing him down, just punching it. Here, I'm gonna he. Yeah, he manages to knock over a good two before anybody even realizes what's happening. And um, at this point, uh, you are all going to get one action before consequences start happening. So, uh, Casey, can I suggest a different song besides Freebird? I mean, sure. Ballroom Blitz? Yes! Yeah! And the man in the back said, everyone attack! Yeah. Yeah, totes. Yes. So, the uh, for my surprise round... Um, Solomon is gonna whip his staff, uh, in this, in this great, uh, like, drill team, uh, sort of, uh, thing, right? Buddy, uh, okay. And then press the, the head of it onto one of the circles he's drawn, and then all of the circles explode. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that was the whole point of that. <laughs> Oh my god, it's rad. <laughs> Holy shit, you're a monster. Yeah. This is important. Did you draw any in the room where the vassals were seated? No. Oh, okay, good. So you didn't just murder a bunch of diabetic, dyslexic child refugees. Yeah, no, I made those people allies. The circles are in the okay. party room. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, um, okay, roll me. I mean, that's definitely a clever, or is that a flashy? Uh, well, my flashy is way bigger. So yeah, I'll give you a flashy on that. All right, that's a uh, plus five. Nice. <laughs> yeah. 
And the crowd collectively is going to take a minus two for not being prepared for uh, a terrorist attack. That's fair. So, um, yeah, so that's going to be a negative two on them. Uh, and yeah, you set off these explosions and it goes not exactly in slow motion, but that's probably how you remember it. Um, <laughs> cause everything's cooler just, in slow motion. Everything's cooler in slow motion. Rule of cool. This is known. Um, <laughs> the fairy world abides by TV tropes. Uh, yes. These explosions go off in chains in time with the music because of, of course. course they do. And there are just a hail of body parts and goos and uh, various fluids and limbs and appendages. Um, the children in the other room with the vassals are crying their poor little diabetic hearts out. And yeah, uh, the servitor the servitor pixies are going around trying to scrub up as much blood and carnage as they can, but it's it's kind of a kind of a losing battle on that end. And you immediately decimate, I'm gonna say three quarters of the and I realize that I just used decimate wrong. Um but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Um three quarters of, of the present court. Um Fiona already did her thing and Rowan already did his thing. Okay, so that brings us up to current round. Um one of the remaining aristocrats is going to uh hit some kind of alarm. You don't know if it was magical or like it sounds it sounds like a thousand bells all going at once. And uh a large like it was just like a like not like a disco ball because it wasn't shiny, but it was hung in the way that a disco ball is hung. Um, up above everything, and it's it's got like inscrolled silver, uh, you know, curl work on it, and it's just absolutely beautiful. Um, is going to split open, and a swarm of tiny knife-toothed, crazy-eyed little fairy creatures Ew. just pours out and descends on the crowd. Unfortunately, uh, what the aristocrat in question did not count on is that they go for the blue bloods just as quickly as they go for you guys. Cool. And uh, in fact, the guy who set the alarm is unfortunately the first one hit. And you see that when the little tendril of the swarm gets to him, uh, they immediately tear into his mouth and begin uh, ripping his teeth out and devouring them in front of him. Their tooth. Tooth fairies? They're, they're tooth fairies. That's awful. Yeah. That's pretty terrible. So, uh, so Solomon, you got a cloud of tooth fairies coming for you, old son. Uh, can I erect a wall of fire? I don't see why not. Great. Just big, big old wave of fire. Gonna, gonna crash through them. Uh, and I'm gonna say are that you that's... Are you projecting this wall of fire? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. So I'm gonna and? just like whip the staff up a uh, uh, bit of fire, and then it it rushes forward, right? So, uh, and I'm gonna say that that's forceful, and I got a plus one. Nice. Let's see what the, what the two fairies get. They did not get a plus one. Yeah. Um. <laughs> you with your wall of fire, you just carve a, a giant path through this um this biting, stinging, drilling cloud of tooth fairies. Good. Um. And you can actually use that to move safely through the room if you want, but it's going to close up if you wait. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna ditch toward the uh, toward the little courtyard. Okay, cool. Where the fountain is. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. So you are at the fountain. Um, Fiona, you have got a whole cloud of tiny pixies who are coming after some very expensive dental work that you've got. <laughs> Can I use my influence as hipster queen of the wild fae to uh, coax them over to my side? You can certainly try. Well done. Um, yeah, I'll give you a plus two to clever on that. Okay. I got four. Nice. And they did not get four. Um, absolutely. So you begin enumerating the uh, many and varied benefits of being a member of your court of Wild Fae. And honestly, they aren't swayed in the beginning. But once they hear the words dental plan, they are... Just right on board. Yep. So you now have, um, I'll say, a quarter of the Tooth Fairies uh, under your command. Uh, I unleash them on the other... Uh, Fairistocracy. The other, yeah, the, the aristocracy. Fairistocracy, very good. Yeah, more of them just, just devoured. Um, from the... Top of is it so? I'm picturing this courtyard that you guys are in, this central hub, and then it leads off to the room where the children and the vassals are, and there are a couple other rooms, but it also leads forward to uh, a grand uh, staircase. And from that staircase, from a level up above where you guys can't see, uh, comes stromping down this creature that would appear to be like unto it's it's not a living tree because you guys have fought those before it's yeah. it's not just like a, a tree that's mad at you it's like if humanity if humans had evolved from plants instead of animals um so if you wanted to picture an ant you wouldn't be far off but uh it's a it's, it's, it's uh, not unlike a spriggan actually yeah and it's this massive probably 15 foot tall thing um, just gliding toward you with this weird uh, plant-like grace, like wheat blowing in the wind. Um, I like it. Yeah, it's not real happy to see you. Its eyes are glowing with this green light, and uh, you see there's a little tiny badge pinned to it that says Court of Mist Security. <laughs> and um, it strides toward you. And Solomon, you're the closest one because you're right there at the fountain, so it's just going to take a swipe at you. Cool. Uh, that is a plus two to punching. Uh, all right. Well, I mean, I'm going to try to dodge quickly, and uh, terrible is right, fate dice rolling app. That's minus three. <laughs> Damn app. <laughs> um, yeah, it catches you full on in the stomach, and um, <gasps> and you, yeah, and you go flying into the room with the children in it. Um, they are all terrified, and in fact, several of them are trying to fight off uh, tooth fairies as you speak. They're having not much luck. Um, uh, I, I I turn to the the vassal knights or the knights vassals or whatever, however you phrase that. The va- say, just the vassals. Any time, assholes. All right. Um, they they look between them, and there's there's this look of understanding. Uh. They all spring from their chairs and immediately just start punching tiny little, tiny little tooth fairies. And there weren't, (laughs) there weren't a ton of them in here. And between them, they, they do manage to punch enough to keep the kids safe. Although they do get their hands very badly bitten in the process. That's fine. Um, yeah. Out there, Rowan, 
um, the the big Spriggan guy is going to rip off one of the tears of the fountain, and he's going to fucking throw it at you. Okay. Um, so, uh, it's perfect. Um, I use my heart of my mother to yeah, dog. summon two giant water fists yeah, dog. and punch him uh, Absolutely. in his arms or punch him. Okay, so. Just punch him right does in the he armpits. Because like, like, I'm picturing an ent, but does he have like squishy parts? Like, like, is it like, am I punching a tree or am I actually yeah. like punching body parts? No, it's, it's, it's more like a, like a living plant and less like a thing made of bark. Um, right. So it's, it's roughly person shaped, but instead of like skin, as we recognize it, it just feels like, like stock and, okay, and so life. I'm going to punch him in the chest, like both fists. In the chest. Stop. One, two. And Do like it. his chest area. Buckle his shield, son. Okay. So, uh, that would be, I'm trying to find where I'm at. Uh, I get a plus two to forceful, so that's a plus three for forceful. Okay. Uh, I rolled a four. Uh, A four? Okay. He was not expecting that, and, uh, as a result, rolled poorly. If only he had Solomon's new feet. Um... No, he was not prepared for that. You, the punches land squarely in the middle of his uh, trunk, bending him almost double, which doesn't seem to trouble him over much because he's got this this planty flexibility going to him. Um, he stops to clutch at his poor tummy and barfs up this just glowing luminescent green icor. <laughs> Yeah, that uh, as soon as he does, actually, just this lush and verdant grass grows up. So he's he's essentially just barfing and creating this little pasture. <laughs> this is meadow. Adorably disgusting, disgustingly adorable. That's upsetting <laughs> on a on a visceral level. Um, it's pretty good. Fiona, you're up. Actually, no, wait. I'm sorry. I believe Wake Wagner is up, and uh, he with his flaming fists is uh, going to go give what four to this plant monster. Uh, I don't think that's going to do it, unless... Yeah, no, that's not going to do it. Um, he attempts to perform a flying comet punch at the Watsis, and it sees him coming and manages to get a limb up under his tummy and just flips him over sideways, and he goes crashing into a wall. Yikes. Yeah, it's it's real bad. Um, it is at this moment, most of the aristocracy are dead. This plant creature thinger is bleeding. Um, when from the upper levels descend, basically what angels would look like if God was a fairy. Um, so they're very tall and kind of alien, even more so than than the Fae usually are. Uh, very pale, very slender and graceful, and uh, dressed in robes. And their wings are made of mist and fog. Of course they are. And, yeah, not like in Legend of Dragoon where it looks really dumb, but, <laughs> like... If, if mist could be given... I love Legend of Dragoon. Yeah. If mist could be given a solid elegant form swirling and and um so are you saying it looks like ice because that would be the solid form I, of mist i you know what sure wings <laughs> of ice smart guy um they oh, they descend like, 
They're like ice, but like ice, um, like, 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 like ice powder. Yeah. Now like floaty. You say these are like angels. So do they have sort of a vanilla scent coming off of them? Oh, absolutely. Pure Great, vanilla. So they have vanilla ice wings. <laughs> you broke my heart, Dylan. Yeah. You were the last one I expected that from. <laughs> you they you di- got my genetic snort to come out. Well done. <laughs> they descend the stairs and they behold the scene below you, but below them rather, around you, but do not make comment upon it. Um rather they speak as one, um, announcing that we thank you all for your patience. The awaited time has come. Lord Oberon arrives, and soon the court of mist shall rise. And, um... Rise my fifties. There it is. And just as uh, they finish this, um, you guys see an enormous... Arachnine shape just launch itself at one of them and right. wrap itself around. Yeah, Kuniklo the bookie, for reasons known only to herself, is um currently spinning. Well, one of the angels has retreated back up the steps just in its, you know, floaty angel way. Sure. But she's actually uh wrapping the other one up like a big old tasty fly. Huh. <laughs> I'm going to save you later. Thanks, lady. You see every day. Oh, I yell know. at her. I yell at her. Hey, bitch! You owe me my money. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> this is not the time. This is she, not the time. She's here. You can the perfect time. She's right there. Rowan, I've been looking for you. Oh, she, she hops down. She hops down and scuttles over to you with a quickness. And I have a plant monster to deal with. <laughs> 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 um, the uh, Kuniklo uh, arrives at Rowan, and as she does, it's like she hits a wall just before she would make contact with you. Just kind of a pong, like in Sonic the Hedgehog when you bounce yeah. on the little teeth thing and you got the barrier. Um, and she says, Rowan, what's this? What has come between us? Oh, no. Oh, no. You haven't been treating with that awful hipster king, have you? Oh, absolutely, I have. No, that's not the place for you. You belong over with us in the Libra. No, you guys stole my money. No, that's okay. Rowan, go back and listen to the episode, man. I listened to the episode. I listened to the episode, and I was completely in my right to kick your ass. Oh, my God. Okay, well, look, apparently I can't drag you back to Libra Hub with me much as I would like to, and full of nourishing juices, though you no doubt are, so we'll have to settle our business at another time. What on earth is going on here? What's up with that giant plant monster? Um, he's Some a dude named Oberon is trying to fuck up my world. Oh, God, are we in a fairy court? Yes. Okay, well, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to be here. I think well, it'll be okay. Well, you're here now. You miss yeah, well. Hey, I remember you from, a, from the top of the building. How are you? Please don't kiss me again. My girlfriend was very upset. Oh, no, I'm terribly sorry. I didn't mean to cause any strife. You're All you have been doing is causing <laughs> strife this hey, entire fucking week. I, I point up at the, uh, the, the angel fairy that she just wrapped in webbing, and I go, I, she's pretty helpful. I'm just saying, maybe... No, 
Maybe yeah, don't piss I her off. Don't, no, I'm, no, I'm sorry, but she fucking stole my money. Like, unacceptable. I have no problem with her as long as her face stays okay. away from my face. She she looks over at you guys, specifically at Solomon and Fiona, and she gives you kind of like an indulging look. And she looks over at her own and starts patting her, her very dapper waistcoat and says, Oh no, I seem to have forgotten my checkbook. Maybe, Rowan, we can settle our business another time once we are out of a terrible fairy demiplane. Yeah, we could use all the help we can get here. This is not something And you you're want down to a hand. You do not. I have a hand right here. <laughs> Yeah, he wiggles the gauntlet. It sporadically punches you in the face. Okay, where the fuck is the the coat room, Casey? Is the what? Where's the coat room? Oh, it's where the coats are. Um, It's it's over. uh, You can follow signs to it. Meanwhile, in the background, Wake Wagner and this plant monster are just having like an elaborate. Like gymnastic battle that none of you are paying attention to. Can I fight the fucking plant monster now? I don't know whose turn it is. It is. Um yeah, we can we can we can fight up with the plant monster. Okay, um so it's it's it is currently fighting Wake Wagner and, and having a hard time. Um if you want to jump in, you'll probably have a good advantage point. Yeah, so I'm gonna uh I'm gonna draw my sword and I'm gonna use it as a conduit to lance this fucking plant monster with razor sharp wind. Ooh. Fuck this thing. Yeah, go for it. Go for it, man. Uh and I'm going to say that's forceful. Yeah. Also, uh, hey, that's a plus two. Um, as, as this wind is conjuring, it closes the doors behind me as I leave the, uh, the room with the kids in it. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So there's a plus two total? Yeah. Okay. Thing is already distracted because it's fighting Wake Wagner and didn't roll that well in the first place. So yeah, absolutely. These blades of wind uh, just tear through the gentle, flexible plant material of which this creature is wrought and just slice it up until uh, any piece of it could easily be carried by a far-fetched um, <laughs> Wake Wagner. Wake Wagner continues to punch for a few seconds, as as is his custom, and then yeah. realizes, hey. Hey, you chop that thing up real good. You ever yep. you ever consider going to going to magic cooking school? No. Oh, all right. Well, um, hey, who's that spider lady? Uh, that's is there. Don't worry about it. Are there any um? Is there anybody else? Any other enemies around? Uh, no. As a matter of fact, with that, you guys have kind of cleaned out the area. And um, Kuniklo comes over to you, Solomon. He says, I remember you as well. You were very helpful when I was looking for Rowan. I think I still owe you a favor. Yeah, hey, uh, how about we call that in? How about you help me destroy Oberon? I cannot act directly. I cannot personally work to upset the balance of things. That's kind of our whole deal over at the Libra. (sighs) But I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. If there's anything or anyone back in Landportlandia that you would like for me to get for you, I can I can just sort of boop. I can bring that right over here. I, I girlfriend, her, girlfriend, girlfriend. I, I yell at her. You disrupted the balance of my checkbook. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, I love you. Uh, I never expected a dumb joke based on your dumb decision to become this whole thing. <laughs> Shit, is there anybody I know that would be helpful? Well, I mean, um, there's Xavier, there's Perot Dalai Lama, there's Salvador Hernandez. 
Yeah, they're all kind of like pooped, though, aren't they? Like pierogies. Well, I could got a broken ass arm. Well, I could you know pep them up a little bit, give them a little bit of a juice, not like delicious nutrient soup juice. That's not what I meant. Um, wait a minute. What's up? Who would be a good bargaining chip? Who do we hate? Whoa! Oh my God! You're a terrible person. Bring yeah. Them back. Yeah. Bring them here. So, so the huntress in her dog costume. No, the huntress was a, a denizen of of the the throne of mist. We don't want her here. Also, she's dead. Okay. Well, then yes, Dylan, I can't do can't do dead, darling. Salvador Hernandez. So you can take over his fucking job. I mean, that's some underhanded political shit. <laughs> oh, what, you, man. what bargain are you considering? Don't worry about it. We'll get there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, oh, hell. Um, do, 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 do. Yeah, I, I can't really think of anybody, though, is, is really the the struggle on this one. You know, how about you owe it to me, Spider Lady? All right. Or you can bring back Pierogi Dalai Lama. Or Xavier. Or Xavier. All these people with broken arms and and not a lot well, to do. Said, well, she said she's going to fix them. Yes, I can. I can. Uh, I can use a use a mega elixir on them. All right, fine. Bring bring Perot here. I guess. <laughs> you don't sound sure, darling. If you want to hold on to your token, it's yours. I, I just... I, I don't know if we need the help, is the thing. I don't... I would say don't, like, be any way associated with her after this battle. I don't know. I like having a favor in my pocket from a lot of people. I've got... I've got Quill. I've got the Spider Lady. Just a lot of allies stacking up. That's what I'm saying. That's an interesting point. Well, all right, darling, if you change your mind about that, I'll be right here. Now, what was this about an Oberan? Uh, so, Fairy King Obi trying to invade my house, and that's not going to happen. Oh, no. No, no, we can't have that. That would be a severe unbalancing of the entire multiplanar super system. He blew up my coffee shop. You did what? And she turns and she's got this genuinely shocked face. Yep, all gone. I, I'm just gonna look, uh, I'm looking up at this long staircase, I assume it's long, and I go, if I had to guess, he's probably up there, and if he's not gonna come down here, I'd like to go meet our friend. Okay. You guys ready to head up the stairs and meet the king? Yeah, but we should put a shield in front of us. We're going to be at a disadvantage going up the stairs. Okay, Fiona, you walk in front of us then. No. You walk in front of us. (laughs) Uh, Actually... How about we arrange like a phalanx it. with the uh, with the knights? They can be our sheep. A phalanx, a phalanx. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um. Yeah. The vassals um agree to uh, serve as a sort of shield in front of you. Um. What are you guys doing with the kids? I leave them there for now. Oh, there's give them all their insulin no. shots. <laughs> well, yes. There's there's what? the favor. Kuniklo, take the kids home. Oh, certainly, I can do that. Fucking Returning duh. children to their homes would be an act of great balance restoration. All right, Solomon, I'll uh, go take care of that directly, and then, oh, just let me see your palm here. And she reaches out for your hand. Uh, the Libra brand glows bright, and she uh, does a little fiddle-faddle with her weird, awful biopunk hand over uh-huh. it. Um, awful long fingers just tapering to a point, no nail. And uh-huh. um, 
and the mark disappears, and she says, Our debt is now repaid. Would you like a receipt for that? No, that's fine. Just get get out of here. Please. Okie dokes. And she, she scarpers off um, towards the children, and a few minutes later, if you look in, you'll see that she's bundled them all up in a big silk ball. Oh, <laughs> man. All right. <laughs> she, she, she's, all right, I'm going to get these kids out of here now. If there's anything else you need from me, I'd be happy to help for a price. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye forever. And she... Uh, and she she scuttles off, and the, like the silk is still attached to her, and she's just dragging this ball like a big ball of yarn, but full uh, of kids. Man, off through the uh, through some way known only to her. Yeah, great, cool. Um, yeah. So okay, the uh, vassals of the court of mists form a phalanx in front of you, and uh, you all begin to head up the stairs. Um, they go on for a good piece. Like, these are long, long stairs. And you cannot see the floor that you came from for very long. Oh, wait, Thony, did you want to get your hand back? Yeah. Damn it, I shouldn't have said anything. Okay, um, yeah, you... No, I've been waiting for my turn so I can go to the coat check room. (laughs) Okay, you rummage around in the coat check room. There's just a box full of hands, man. (laughs) Uh, Roll me... Like, super powerful looking... Um, yeah, I mean, okay, there's a robot hand, and uh-huh. a hand that appears to be made of, like, uh, like a crab's claw, so it's got a good pincher. There's, um, like a crystal magitech hand, if you Ooh. want. There's, yeah, there's a wood hand, a hand that looks like it's made of lava, and, um, and a hand that can, uh, only play the soul songs of the 60s. Oh, that last one. That yeah, one's just the that one's just Rowan's hand, though. <laughs> no, I just take my hand. Oh, sad. Okay. Um, you 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 go like, uh, uh, but it doesn't reattach. Like that, you don't know how to make it go back on. I I store it in my my backpack. Good call. Uh, you can still feel everything though. So like when you put your hand in your backpack, you feel the inside of your backpack. Okay. So what yeah. I do is I use my my uh, my gauntlet hand then to yep. hold my other hand. <laughs> nice. It's like a little hand Tupperware. You no, know, like uh, like I'm like it's like it's like like holding a flashlight. So I have my hand. Can I can my other hand move then, or do I just feel stuff? Um, like, you know what? Like, yeah. it, I mean uh, the thing, whatever you know what I'm talking. Yeah, about. Yeah. No, your your hand can move. Yeah, you just haven't tried to. Well, I mean you've tried, but it's just been in a box, so you you know you couldn't really do anything. So but so absolutely. yeah. So my gauntlet hand is holding my regular hand. It's got a good grip because it's made of metal. Sure. So it's almost like just an extra wrist socket, and my regular hand can move around. Delightful. Who can put back together? Delightful. Okay, or I call upon Doctor Stitch, Captain Max Face, to sew it onto me. Do you really? No. Do you really? You don't summon Reverend Stitch? Well, if I can call up Doctor Max Face, I will. He'd do such a good job. Oh. No. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, are you guys ready to head up the stairs? Yep. Cool. All right, you guys. I mean, I. I guess we gotta do this, and I just want you to know that I love you all, and that you're all welcome down in Landport Molandia anytime. Great, cool. 
If we make yeah, it out of here, we'll go to your favorite bar. Absolutely. I founded it. I own that bar. Oh, cool. nice. Sweet. Yeah, no, I've done a lot for the infrastructure of civil land Port Molandia. Like, you guys don't even minutes. know. How were you able to do all this? He's been there 12 years. He's done there 12 years. Do you want to see some pictures of my kids? Yeah, look at this. Oh. Look at that. They're so velvety. You're um, never going to finish this episode. <laughs> okay. I said this is going to be the season finale, and I meant it. All right, um, you guys head up the stairs. Also, I love how you act like that's my fault, Tony. <laughs> um, we head up the stairs, which are seemingly endless. Um, the vassals appear to have accepted their role in things. They're not super thrilled about it, but they're glad that they can take some step toward redeeming themselves. Um, even Theodore Preston, who is doing it a bit grudgingly, but still doing it. Yay! So, um... You go up and up and up, and you reach a landing that appears to be just another fucking party. Like, just, yeah, just, and this one is much, much larger, probably five or six times the size of the other one. So there are hundreds of fairies just mingling and schmoozing. And as soon as you turn around, everyone just bursts into wild, genuine, sincere applause. And that same angel... Um, who who is standing in a position such that she clearly believes she should have her other angel next to her, but she doesn't. It's weird. <laughs> she says, Behold, everyone, the vassals of the Court of Mists and our earthly champions without whom none of this would be possible. And everyone just, yeah, woo, I say, hip, hip, hurrah. And uh, you are instantly brought uh, beverages of your choice. I want a I beverage made of, made of chalk. So that I can draw some more fucking circles. Yeah, I asked for I asked for uh, uh, nitroglycerin. Um, okay, they bring you a champagne flute full of nitroglycerin. Cool. I I, I pour that into the my my uh, camelback. <laughs> oh, I like where that's going. Yeah. All right. More fucking circles and, um, all over the goddamn place. You know what? Sure, you've got time. <laughs> Fiona, anything you want to do? Um, I want. A triple shot of espresso. Sure, absolutely. Zip you right up. Yep. And uh, and Wake Wagner is drinking a seventy nine Merlot. He's he's learned a lot. So, anyway, uh, <laughs> um. Oh my God! What, Dylan? <laughs> what? No, what? What do you want? Um, so I want to draw one big circle with many tiny circles inside of it, and I would like to call forth Oberon into this fucking circle. Very good. Okay. Um, Tired of this <laughs> shit. <laughs> you, begin, you begin this huge, like, dramatic litany, like, Oberon, Lord of the Fairies, and then one of them turns to you, and it's like, oh yeah, that's probably a good idea. He, w- he was about to show up anyway, but it's not, he, really likes, he really likes to be played in like that. Good job. Um, and there is a bag. there is a dais um, at the at the head of the room upon which sits uh, an absolutely enormous throne carved out of what looks like glass that is filled with fog and mist, um, and it begins to. The, the dais itself, uh, a thin layer of fog appears on the ground and, and rises up in a column until the throne is completely consumed. And then it parts and 
retreats around the throne, and sitting on the throne is the man of the hour, Oberon, Lord of Mists. And he looks exactly how you picture him. Uh, in fact, he looks different to each of you. To some of you, he appears as a striking, fine-featured young man with uh, jagged and noble antlers emerging from his head. To some of you, he looks not unlike Zeus with uh, a mighty beard and eyebrows and a gaze, a gaze that would scare lesser gods off the mountain. Um... But regardless, he sits very regally on his throne and addresses his court. <clears throat> Thank you all for joining me. Your support has been invaluable in this campaign, and you have all served a very important purpose. I would like to thank once again our vassals, and our mortal friends from the White Council. And he gestures in just the most sarcastic asshole way right to you guys. And again, thunderous applause. Yes. You know, Obi. Can I call you Obi? All right. You know, Obi. Uh, the, <laughs> the one thing in all this that I just haven't been able to piece together. What do you want? What is your f end game here? You invade the mortal realm and what? You just take over? Is that it? <laughs> Lo, what fools these mortals be. Yeah, and all right. You can quote right our best writer ever. Good fucking job, asshole. Good job. Get the fuck on with it. Come on. Right as he says that, though, uh, the whole court that you guys are with there, they get real confused. Like, you, you hear mutterings and susurruses and, wait, wait a minute, what is, what is, what is he talking about? That was, that was the plan. That was the plan. Was that we get to go live in the mortal realm and we get to eat babies, like, all day long. What, Damn what's he it. talking about? <sighs> Perhaps I cannot expect one who was not there to understand. But this was never about your puny mortal world. This was never about your city made of grass that will fall in less time than I have been awake today. City's not made of grass, mostly concrete and steel, in it, fact. It was it was a, it was a metaphor. Lo, what fools mortal metaphors anyway. Um <laughs> <laughs> and at this point, uh fairies are basically shouting at him saying hey what do you mean what are you talking about you told us the the whole thing was about invading the thinger and he says no no my noble court thank you all for your help and support but i'm afraid you have served your purpose now because this was never about landportlandia this is about finding my son wow. he lifts his hands and reaches out towards the crowd, and you guys can see that literal life force is being drawn out of these fairies slowly and painfully and brutally. Huh. Um, he rises from his throne, his robes resplendent, and his, his throne, it's, it's on like a circular little dais pedestal thing, and it begins to turn behind him. 
And on the back of it, the, the back of the throne is probably 20 feet wide. This is enormous. Sure. Um, on the back of it is chalked and engraved in, in many materials um, what looks like a gateway. He continues to gather up all this power until his hands are shining with the pure white light of a hundred thousand fairy lives. And he says, My knights failed, though they have, ultimately, did succeed in weakening the barriers between worlds. That much you knew. But what no one noticed was that it also weakened the barriers between time. He Okay, that's not all right. <laughs> he thrusts his hands uh, toward the gateway, and it instantly comes alight. Like, all the friggin' Tron lines you can possibly imagine just uh, lighting up cool magic circuit diagrams and runes and sigilia, just an enormous array, uh, opening up a gateway in front of him that is flashing ceaselessly to and fro always every second on a thousand different times and places. Hey, Obi, you don't get to fuck with time. That's not a thing you're allowed to do. I am the Lord of Mists. I may do whatever I please. You can be Soon Lord of son... whatever the fuck you want. You don't get to fuck with time. And who here will stop me? Me. Me? Hi. I invite you to try. Yeah, all Good right. Good luck. And he steps through the portal. No. I send the... We don't get to try to do anything to stop him? him. Okay, all right. If you guys want to try to stop him, you can stop him. What are you doing? I send the tooth fairies after him. They will not. Like, they love you and their new dental plan and stuff, but they do not get paid enough to go up against Oberon. Can I have them break the portal? Uh, That's an interesting question. Roll me a clever and your your general knowledge of most things to see if the throne is calcium based. That I, I got a four, I think. Okay, absolutely. And the fairies are gonna contribute. Yep, absolutely. Um you point out to the fairies that hey yo, tiny fairies. You guys hungry? Yeah, I know. It's been a little while since you've eaten. Oh, you're my hungry little guys. Yes. Well guess what? That throne up there. That is basically made of teeth, my dudes. And um, whether or not it's actually true, they certainly believe you. Yeah. So they um, they scarp up there directly and begin to just gnaw at the throne, which it's it's not made of calcium, you guys, but they sure believe it is. So they're um, they're chowing down on it, and it looks like they're actually succeeding in doing a little bit of damage. Um, it's not going to be quick, and it's not going to be devastating, but they're working at it. What's up? I would like to envelop the throne in a wall of force. Okay. Just Go for a, it. Just a bubble. Um, that's a plus four. Okay. Uh, forceful. And, and Oberon is not clever enough to have seen that coming. So, yeah, absolutely. You bump him back just a little bit. He says, what? No. What mortal insolence is this? Punch, uh, punch. Why can't I punch through this? Wizard. <laughs> just just pointing at myself. Just wizard. Uh, I give him a thumbs up. For his, for his part, is uh, going to just rocket up the steps and just, you know, just do what he does. Sure. Um, he's actually... 
he's he's gonna run up there, run, 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 and uh, then he's gonna stop and he says, "Hey, Oberon, yes, mortal, you wanna see some pictures of my kids?" <laughs> what? What? No, I'm I'm in the middle of staging an interplanar temporal coup. I don't. We'll see. This here is Momanda, and boy, let me tell you, does she love raising blood beetles? She's so good at it. And little Mole Mandrew, he can capture a dirt puma and just ride it all day long. They just love him naturally, and uh, it's just it's just picture after picture after picture. And uh, this would be a good opportunity for somebody else to get a hit in on Oberon if they wanted. Rowan, you're up. Uh, I guess I'm going to shoot him with my gun. <laughs> You've got your hipster sword? You've got all kinds of stuff, man. Uh, okay, I run up and I stab him in the back. Okay, give sure. me a, um, I, Quick. is that clever? <laughs> Quick. It's not clever. It's the least clever thing I can do right now. <laughs> okay. No, I'm doing it quick. Yeah, I'll give you I'm just going to, like, impale him, like, Sword and, I don't know how to use a sword. Well, you know, pointy end goes into other guy. That's exactly. So I'm like, I'm just running, like, swords in front of me, running, and I'm just going to stab him in the back quickly with my sword. Sure. Okay, absolutely. Go for it. Uh, Three. No, one. Okay. I forgot that I, I put my, my base trait in it. All good. And uh, he is distracted, and uh, no, absolutely, um, your sword pierces his body, and he's he's pretty big. He's probably ten feet tall, at least the way you see him. And what's interesting is um, everyone sees him differently, but everyone's perceptions of him seem to be physically accurate. Like, if you imagined him having a beard, you could pull that beard. Even if another person looking at him didn't see him having a beard, it's weird. Anyway... Um, yeah, you sink your hipster blade, it's, it's handlebar mustache, uh, hilt, um, sink it as deep as you can between his shoulder blades, and, uh, he, he falls to one knee and says, no, wait, did Monmandrew ever get that badge? Ah!" And, uh, is down for this term, um, turn, rather, uh, Solomon, you are back up. Uh, so is that... Is that bubble going to hold? Do I have to do anything to keep it there? or? Um, I will let you do other minical, min, min, minor magical actions, but if you attempt like another proper like spell attack, okay. that's going to dispel that. All right. Um, then how about I fortify my bubble? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you fortify your bubble, and that'll give you one spell action you can burn before dispersing it. Great, I'm fortif- I fortify the bubble. That's my turn. Okay, bubble's even stronger. Um, Oberon stands, uh, Thony, and reaches around his... Uh, he, he grows... Okay, so he reaches back, and he realizes he can't get the sword that's sticking out of his back. Um, so he just grows an extra elbow in one ah. arm. Yeah, and just reaches and grabs it and says, Oh, a token of the king who worships fashion. Interesting. I would not have predicted you to ally with him. I'm not aligned with him. I'm just borrowing his powers right now, asshole. Um, he's just gonna, he's just gonna sweep out at you with an enormous hand, just like, you know, Sauron style, and just try to bat you off the dais. Okay, does he hit my backpack? 
Um, let's see how good you roll first. No, like, no, I mean, like, okay, well, you know, let's see what happens then. Uh, I'm gonna try to dodge quickly, I guess. Okay. Um, I rolled a two. He got a plus five to forceful, so I'm gonna uh, say, yeah, he hit your okay. backpack. So there's nitroglycerin in my backpack. There so sure it is. Explodes. Yes, delightful. Um, you go rocketing across the room. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Um, and but uh, I hurt his hand. But what? I hurt his hand. You did. Yeah, his hand is ruined and mangled. <laughs> my gripper, and uh, he's real mad about that. Um, bleeding this golden glowing icor, he he wraps the hem of his robes around it, and he turns to you all and he screams, "Why won't you just let me find my son? He was taken from me by who? By his wife." Yeah, that sounds like you're an asshole. I don't That's just like take a step back and realize what you just said, buddy. No. He was killed in a war. He and I were princes of autumn and spring, and we sought to establish our own courts. His wife and his mother, my wife, refused this and began a war against us. Hey, what court are you from? I was the lord of... I was the... Don't talk about my wife like that. Only I can talk about my wife like that. (laughs) But yes... Fucking Titania. I was the lord of autumn. My son was the lord of spring and consort to Mab. And they forbade us found our own courts. They forbade us rule as father and son in equal measure. And we threw off their chains. And she killed my son. Well, she killed my brother? Is that what you're saying? Who is, who is your brother? Uh, well, I'm... I don't uh, know who you are. Prince of the Spring Court, uh, the last remaining heir of the line, I guess. I don't know. I haven't talked to my mom in, like, 20 years. Because she's a bitch? Yeah. Well, then I probably knew your mother. What was her name? I, I don't know. Casey, what was her name? I, I don't know what your mom's name is, dude. Um, Jackie, what's a good springy-sounding name? Uh... Fuck it, her name was Liliana. Yes, because I knew name. Yes, I knew Liliana. What of it? Does that make us allies? No, I just is that guy my brother? Is your son my brother? Are you my uncle? Wait, how does that work, (laughs) Dad? How come you never bought me Christmas presents? (laughs) Okay, by the way, for like twenty years. By the way, you're saying all of this from the floor, like twenty feet away. Yeah, smoking and charred. I'm also like about to pass out because I'm pretty sure I have massive concussions right now. (laughs) Your relation to us is interesting, but I am here for my son. You and your mother can sort your own issues out. And he turns and plunges his hand into the barrier that Solomon has erected, his remaining hand, and is trying to uh, dispel it as quickly as he can. Well, that's not okay. Uh, Jackie. Jackie, I believe you're up. Um, let me bring up my sheet real quick. How are those tooth fairies doing? Eating away at the throne. Yeah, how are they doing? They're doing pretty good. Um, they're making any, like, significant they're... progress, or is this is that not a clock that we need to worry about? That's, 
That's that's not a clock. No, it's, okay. they're just they're just they're doing their best, but their best ain't real good. <laughs> okay, we need a win condition. If I, them, if I were to give them coffee, would that speed them up significantly? Oh enough to make a difference? my god, they would explode. Uh, yeah, absolutely, do it. <laughs> yeah, I make all of them a double. There's <laughs> probably enough in a double for all of them. Yes, um, yeah, absolutely. Your little fairies come over for a coffee break. And you get them all jacked up on, on good, that good, good bean. And, uh, they head back over there with renewed vigor. And yup, Solomon, this is now a clock you need to worry about. They're eating away at some of the stabilizing structures on this portal matrix thing. Good. Yeah. Um, and Oberon, meanwhile, is trying to weave some magics to dispel your barrier. Um, Punchy McHugh is still looking at his, just looking at his kids. Punchy, stop the asshole! Little little Alex Molmander is wait 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 what? Oh yeah, hey you! And uh, and he's just gonna just gonna try to do um. Let's see, he got a stunt. He's he's got stunts. I know he does. Um, yeah, he's gonna do a, a new mole man stunt. He learned. Uh, he's going to dive into the air and uh, when he hits ground, begin to burrow and. <laughs> For a while, you guys just hear echoing, like, okay, no, no, go here, no, no, don't take the left at Albuquerque, no, we gotta learn from that mistake, okay, and here! And he just erupts from the ground beneath Oberon, and just right in the breadbasket with both fists, just like a missile of punching, um, both grippers alight with a blazing bluish-green wear light that, uh, catches Oberon square in the gutule, and, uh, does not rip his hand from the barrier, but he does sink to his knees after that, and uh, Punchy continues to do what he does, just all up on his like rib cage and such. Great. I think that's. I think you are up, Solomon. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> um, so I've I've got a fortified barrier. Yep. So I can do a thing. Uh, yep. And that thing is going to be a little thing I like to call. Uh. Uh, uh, so, um, can I collapse, well, mm, never mind, that, we'll save that. Can I, uh, uh, like, rip some of the, the stone up from under Oberon and punch his arm with it? <laughs> God! Like, not yes, forming it into yes, a fist, yes. but just like, here's some fucking rock out of the ground asshole. Yeah, absolutely you can. Go for it. Well, you Great. can try anyway, of course. Uh, and that's gonna be... What is that? Is that gonna be forceful? That's forceful. Alright. Uh, my forceful's not great. I got a plus... No, sorry, plus one. Okay. He's gonna try to... Oh, that's a lot of minus signs. Oh, good. Um, he tried to, like, fortify himself and be like, be strong, Oberon. Pain is in the mind. But, uh, it did not work. And uh, you actually succeed in brutally breaking his arm in three places. Great. Cool. Yeah. His bellowing scream fills the hall. Um, uh, Rowan, I believe you are up. Um, well, you're, you're, you're uh, current. You're a, you're a smoking human crater is what you are. Yeah. Uh, I kind of test to see if I can move. Oh, uh, yeah, you can move. Every, uh, your everything hurts. Yeah. Um, hold on. I'm trying to remember. You, you sit up 
and you do just like a little pat check over yourself, just making sure nothing's broken, nothing's missing except the hand that's missing. You know, no, all but good. Is the hand missing? Like, do I still have a good grip on my hand, or did I lose it somewhere? Oh no, it's gone, buddy. Is it gone? Gone? Like, did it get blown it's up? It's gone. To Yep, it got blown up to bits when the backpack exploded. I'm sorry. And more than that, as you check over your your face with your hand, your no, beard is gone, no, man. That's not okay, Casey. I'm his, sorry. Wait, his what is no. gone? His beard, beard is, gone. is gone. No. Yep. This is the worst thing that's okay. Ever I take out my sniper rifle with one hand. <laughs> Point blank in his face, using face to my father, because there's nothing more important to me. In the entire fucking world, than my beard. <laughs> Do it. Okay, I got a plus five for this shit. <laughs> you seriously? You got a plus five? Well, I get a plus three to careful already. Oh, that's right. Okay, plus two for my my thing. Roll okay, roll that shit, son. Roll all pluses. Get nine. I roll the five. Okay. Okay, that's still also pretty good. Let's see here. And Oberon, who is currently elbow deep with a broken arm inside a magical force field and has no other hand to protect himself with and has just been punched in the ribs a whole lot um, does not succeed in in protecting himself. Um, so yeah, he takes a shot right between the eyes as seems to be... Ro- no, that's, that's, that's too perfect, actually. Um, it, uh, it passes through... Um, just above his jawline, sort of, sort of at the temple, and um, actually blows the top of his head off. It's super gross. Um, he sinks back to his knees and uh, looks at all of you with eyes that are qu- quickly losing their focus and their light. And he he says beseechingly to all of you, "I just wanted to see my son again," and then. He falls, and Oberon, Lord of Mists, is dead. Hooray! No, it's not hooray. This is a horrible situation. Like that's pretty cool. Six years, six years. I was growing, and it's gone now. (laughs) Rowan, all that work, so many organic beard oil. Do they have like beard merkins? What? Okay. Um, I I got another question, Casey. This is really. The hair follicle's been, like, burnt. Permanently scarred. No! No! Yep. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We all come out of this with damage. I don't have a hand, Casey! <laughs> or Nor a beard. Do you have a beard. I'm fine. I, um... <sighs> so I let the, the barrier fall. Um, yep. I chase the tooth fairies off the throne. Um, <laughs> I spin the throne back around. For this dramatic moment, because it's going to be cool, and I need it to look right. Okay. Um, and I'm going to draw a big circle around uh, Oberon's body, and then another circle on the uh, seat of the throne. And in the circle on the throne, I place Solomon Bacon, the pigurine. The, the pigurine? As a token of okay. my conquest over Oberon. Okay. That's it. And as you do so, the throne, the light coursing through it, which had previously been this uh, haunting blue, white, green, ever-shifting rainbow, becomes... What color is Solomon's power? 
I'm gonna say it's Move. <laughs> yep. It's mauve. Mauve light begins to fill the magic circuitry. You know, the color of the Morrigan. Um, exactly. Uh, the throne begins to hum with this new influx of power. Um, and is Solomon, he's not on the throne, but, but no. Solomon Bacon is. Yeah. Okay. Um, as you step away, it begins to hum with power and begins to turn back, uh, toward you guys. And as it begins to, as it fills with this power, as the power of Oberon leaves it and it is filled with Solomon's power, an alarm goes off. Yep. Yep, um, giant, uh, flowers, which had been hanging all over the, all over the place. Like, um, you remember in Kingdom Hearts, the ones in Alice in Wonderland that you had to shock to get stuff? Sure. Yeah, just giant dangle flowers. They're all nice. They open up and they all say, usurper, usurper, usurper to the throne of mists, self-destruct, activated. All right, let's do The throne... The throne begins to tremble, a whining noise fills the air, and before whatever it can doing can, whatever it's doing can spin up properly, the mauve power reaches the gateway in time that is still there and still flashing through various time periods. Um, it begins to crack and to bleed out and to fracture. And it's still the alarm is going, usurper, and the room is filled with noise and mauve light as the throne of mists explodes. Good. All of you are completely overwhelmed, uh, blinded, deafened. There is nothing but pure chaos for a time um, as you tumble through a space that seems both physical and spiritual. Um, eventually you all realize that you are no longer moving, that you are lying all together on a grassy, uh, hill, not, not like a hilltop, but like a sloping, uh, area just near a riverbank. Um, you open your eyes and you realize that it is in fact the river Willamette okay. and that you are home safe in land Portlandia. Um, there is an enormous amount of rubble and debris all around you from the Throne of Mists, and all of you look just beat up to hell. Um, a small crowd of people nearby is pointing and staring and, uh, and whispering to themselves, Oh my god, what's, what's going on over there? What's happening? Where do those people come from? Uh, Solomon Hi. is, is gonna struggle up to his feet, um, and, and just like, take the most, ill-considered uh, and lopsided and off-balance bow anyone has ever seen. <laughs> Just uh, fall back on his ass. Yeah. And then he'll say, and that concludes today's performance. Join us again <laughs> next. <laughs> well done. Um, a man... It's called the old celery trick. Yep. <laughs> a man emerges from the crowd and he turns to all of them and they're they're a good piece away so you can't really hear them but you can see that he turns to face them and gestures in a placatory way and you can't hear what he said but it seems to have done the trick because they all nod with understanding um you did see his hands flickered slightly uh-huh. as he did so uh they all nod with understanding and begin to disperse and go back about their days um, the young man, uh, walks up to you. He's got a short beard, 
and um, young though he is, his hair is already beginning to recede a bit. And he is dressed in um, jeans and like a just like a sh- not not like a dress shirt, but just like a check like plaid shirt. I'm gonna um, pretend that comes you can up, just see some illegal mind shit happen. He comes up to you all and says, "All right, don't worry, you guys. My name is Salvador Hernandez, and everything is going to be just fine." Wait, what? Shit. And we'll see what happens next time on the next season of Semi Automagic Inc. No. Oh no! Oh no! 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 Thanks for joining us, everybody. This has been the first major project we all undertook together, and it's been so much fun. And we want to thank all of you listeners and everybody who made this possible and encouraged us. Shannon, Max, um, (laughs) you're all incredible, and you're all what makes this worth doing like we all have fun hanging out with each other anyway but to record it and make it a thing uh just to know that someone enjoys it makes it all the more special um yell at us on twitter and facebook email us if you like at semi podcast at gmail.com we would love to hear from you and uh we're probably gonna take a little break from smagic um our our other show, Dyson Virtue, is still going because we've got an episode backlog. Um, and we're definitely continuing this show, but it might be just a little while while we get um, some things sorted out. But don't worry, you won't not hear from us. And we might, in fact, put out a couple little specials over the uh, over the interim just so you don't get too hungry and miss us too much. Nonetheless, all my buddies, we'll see what's going on in the past next time on Semi-Automagic Gink. Bye, all my buddies! Bye, Bye, everybody.